Welcome to the What About Tuesday podcast, where we take you on the adventure of trying to turn ideas into profit, hosted by Shane and Rich. All right, today's episode, we are going to be discussing... We are back. We took a little break. Uh, some of us got sick. Some of us had things to do. And mostly we were trying to get our first official guest. We know we've had Topher on as, as the first guest. Um, but we are bringing on Justin from Acadiana Krav Maga, who's a local uh, Krav instructor. Actually, the only lo- local official Krav instructor in the area, right? As far as I know, I am the only official Krav Maga instructor within a 50-mile radius. Okay. Um, so he's, you know, we've he's a friend of ours. Um, he's a, a client of ours. And so we thought it would be a good idea to bring him on because this is another part of the business aspect that we've been discussing is helping other local businesses by bringing him on the podcast and helping promote them that way and showing them that it really is kind of easy to build your own content, that it's not as scary, right. Um, as most people think, but it's, it, so it does help out. So Justin, we're going to, you know, we've, we've talked a few things. Have you, you haven't heard the podcast yet? Have you? No, this is my first time. Oh, this is gonna be great. because We can tell them stuff that like never really happened on the podcast. (laughs) I'll be, I'll I'll be completely gullible to anything and everything that you tell me as far as podcasting goes. Okay. So for, for those of you who don't, know what Krav Maga is. I know everybody kind of has the, the the movie image of, of what Krav is, or at least a slight movie image, because there's not a lot of people, you know, like mostly it's like Wing Chun, Karate, Muay Thai, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu now, and, right. and some mixed martial arts in, in the movie industry. But with Krav... Yeah, most everybody is familiar with MMA. I mean, UFC, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, UFC and other promotions, you know, they, they, they fight. It's a sport. Uh, most people are familiar with karate, judo, and um, uh, taekwondo being Olympic sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and again, those are sports, and they're uh, they're training for sports more than likely. And don't get me wrong, uh, there are many um, good, strong self defense aspects to each of those martial arts. Krav Maga focuses just on self defense. Um, so we are not a sport. So when we, uh, when we're defending ourselves, we use any and every tool that we have available to us. Uh, and every target is legal. Uh, one of our taglines is no rings, no rules, no refs. <laughs> it's not like a street fight. <laughs> it's, it's a street fight, but it's, it's more towards, uh, defending oneself in a very efficient and fast manner. Where most times and not, uh, you can say, uh, get away within the next 10 to 15 seconds. Now, away from business, um, I'm probably the best at this in critiquing things and breaking it down. Um, You're saying that everyone else is a sport. Like, and the reason why, the reason why I'm jumping on that is because there are going to be people listening to this podcast and they're going to be like, wait a minute. I took Taekwondo as a kid. That's the art of hands and feet. Hey, they, they might take it a little personal. So I would, sure. so, so what, what I want to do is I want to keep it um, a little bit as professional as possible because I want to promote Croft to our listeners and to everyone um, more as a different type of martial art. To where they can they can want to come out, they want to experience it because a lot of times when you know it's personal to someone for you, your mm-hmm. instructor Shane has been one of your. I'm on, I'm I'm being funny because I hate using this word. I take I took it out when we were you know marketing <laughs> your stuff, disciple and all this other no, stuff. No, no, definitely not yes. a disciple. Yeah. But, student, yes, disciple. Yeah, no. but but the word but the word disciple was in there. I mean, so I, I right. like, so I took it out. 
Um, I don't want it to sound cultish or anything like that, <laughs> um, especially, you know, with everything that's going on. However, it's just um, from my understanding of Croft, because I've taken other kickboxing, you know, um, Taekwondo, American karate, mm-hmm. just who I'm a military brat. So obviously, you know how that is um, for most you know, kids that grow up in the military or have military parents, they're taught to defend themselves. They're right. taught, you know, basic training. They're, you, you, you're almost preparing your kid, almost like an athlete would. You're preparing your kid to be an adult version of you when they grow up. Sure. So when it comes to Croft, one thing that I noticed in the videos and everything that you got that I've seen in doing the marketing and helping you out is it's amazing um, in the way that you instruct. It's amazing in the way that I see the smiles on a lot of your students' faces. Um, I, I really like the energy that I've seen in five, well, actually it's four videos that I actually watched. Now, there's some other videos I, I'm going to be, I'm going to, I got no. just, just going with the good and the bad that that I seen that y'all were instructing. That was just like, what? And it was just so funny. <laughs> and I was like, they got to go, it got to go, it got to go. But the overall concept of it, I believe is is great. I think that it needs to be promoted just a little bit more out here in the area. I think that a lot of people could have some fun with it. I think that it um, it would teach them, like you said, the art of self-defense without them really knowing. Because it just looks like they're having so much fun in the video. Yeah. It made me want to be like, yeah, let me go. Like there's other places, and I'm not going to start naming names no, no, and, and the people. Not. All right. There's other places here where. we might need them on later. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but there's other places here that um, it's. It looks like you have a, a real good pat. I, I don't want. I don't want to, you know, take from anybody because you got to be careful when you're broadcasting stuff. You don't want to sure. say certain things. You want to be as truthful and as you know from the heart when you speak about something that mm-hmm. you like or what's going on. But you want to be careful not to slight anyone, right? And so, I'm gonna say that some of these places are a little bit more aerobic. Some of these places are a little bit more about getting in shape. Yeah. Um, some of these places <laughs> a little bit more about just taking your money. And really not teaching you anything like there's no technique that you could use out here to defend yourself. I mean, like you might feel like it when you punch in the bag and you're kicking the bag and you're doing stuff. But when you really get into that, that altercation, which God forbid you, I mean, because yesterday somebody told me they said once is enough. Getting into a fight, be it someone trying to stab you, things happening. One time in your life is enough. No, we, but that we one time, once is too many. Yeah, times. too many times. But, yeah. but I'm, yeah. I'm saying it's enough. I mean, it's, right. it's enough. Okay, yeah. So, um. And you want to be able to know that you can handle yourself, whether you're a male, female, 60 years old, 16 years old. You want to know that when you learn, uh, you you take a self-defense class for those purposes. Correct. To be able to protect yourself. And you want to be able to know that you've actually learned something that can translate into real world applications. And it looks like that from what I see in the videos, from what I I know of you, that that is a that is. A huge possibility. If I had to just grade it based upon just a little bit I know of you and a little bit that I've seen in the videos, I would give it at 85% at the moment. Oh, I would give it an 85%. That's a good B. Yeah, <laughs> I would give it an 85% um, because it looks like, you know, I would have fun learning something. And I think, you know, just when we coaching and, you know, some of the experience that I have with teaching people how to do things, if the student is having fun, they tend to learn quicker. Yes. They tend to respect what's going on and they tend to be more enthusiastic and motivate, motivated to actually continue doing it. If they're just if they feel like it's a boring routine, 
or I could do this by myself, they'll typically not want yeah. to continue. Well, in in teaching, and in, again, this is this translates into so many different ways. I teach little kids different than I teach teens. I teach teens different than I teach adults, and they don't they don't mesh. Whereas the kids, it's about having fun and learning. You know, the little kids, like uh, six to ten. It's about having fun and learning something. With teens, there's a little more discipline that's involved. So uh, I tend to be a little more, bump. we're going to do it like this, 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 this. With adults, it's more about treating adults as adults and not talking down to them and making sure that, that we're having a good time and learning something. So uh, with the adults, I'm a, I'm a little PG-13. With the kids, I try to stay as G-rated as possible. You know, and that's and the little kids even worse. You know, I'm I'm almost like Disney G. <laughs> well, um, from what I noticed in the video, could you pull it up if you don't mind? I know I was just gonna point out a few things in in the video. What I noticed that the adults of all ages um, were all smiling. Um, we had a few um, testimonies that I got a chance to actually listen to, um, and it seemed that. It, it showed that you were, you were, you know, taking time and you were teaching people and they were learning quickly and they expressed how, what a wonderful teacher and it was rave reviews. And I know a lot of people um, say, hey, well, they probably got paid to do it or they got some type of discount. But from what I was hearing, it was genuine. It was it was just right out the gate. It was genuine. I don't know these people from if I see them in the street, I would I would know who they were. Yep. But just from listening to them, I could tell it was genuine. I've been doing marketing for the last 15 years. And I know the difference between a paid actor and someone that just sat in front of a camera and just spoke the truth. Yeah. And, and just spoke and, their and, truth. And Let me full, put it that way. Full disclosure, all of these people are still students, the people that you saw. Well, I'm sorry. There was one person. He went into the Navy, so he's no longer a student. But all of them were genuine, heartfelt. I asked open-ended questions. They spoke. And, you know, it's completely... On them, um, they received no discounts, no preferential treatment or anything else like that. So, uh, a matter of fact, the two of them, Eric and Heather, they're students to this day, and they'll be testing for their rank on Saturday. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, let's. This is a you know, let's let's start to get in some of the questions of, of the things that we've already talked about, because um, we can go over the marketing stuff and yeah. and, and and vast verbatim, and we you know, so when you. You didn't start out doing this stuff. I know, you know, for me, Justin, I know plenty about you, but like you started out in different fields. You've been a cop, you've been in the oil field, you've yeah. been a safety person, you, you've done all this. So when that leap for a lot of people, and this is something we talked about in our first couple podcasts is like making that transition leap, deciding that, okay, this is, this is where this lane that I'm currently in is no longer working for me. I need to cut. I, I want to go with this lane. You know, um, for us, we were talking about selling clown shoes. That was our, our big idea, right? <laughs> uh, kind of like, you know, this, cause we're teaching, we're, we're taking this podcast to be more like a, a, a business course and, and still informational and, yeah. and useful and stuff like that. So we've gone over that. Like what were some of the names you came up with first? Well, a kitty and a Krav Maga was always the, the goal, okay. you know, um, because I wanted it to be for the area mm -hmm. and I wanted to be able to have the uh, option of moving locations. Like, so I didn't want to necessarily just be Lafayette Krav Maga or right. be so broad as to be Louisiana Krav Maga because Louisiana Krav Maga, it's like, okay, there's other Louisiana Krav Magas. 
why not make it something that's generally in the area? Mm-hmm. And Acadiana is a large area. You yeah. know, it covers several different parishes. <clears throat> so it was really a, a regional area that I was looking to uh, get. Right. I say get. I mean, um, focus no, it's a, on. It's a get. Yeah. It's a get. Well, um, my eyes flared up because of the fact that what you just said is what I figured in when we were going through this wonderful thing right here. Yeah. I wanted to take this word, switch it here. There's a couple of things that need to be changed, but I got that impression. Yeah. Yeah. From when I first met you, I got that impression. So when, um, and sometimes that happens in, you know, and I'm, now I'm talking not from, you know, business perspective, not from talk from purely marketing. Yeah. Sometimes you can get to know a client better than they know themselves. You can see their vision. You can see their dream. You can see what they want better than they can. Right. Because they're in it and you're on the outside. First thing that I thought of was that Acadiana, you wanted to keep it in like just a broad area so you can move around. It didn't have right. to be Lafayette. It could have been Scott. It could have been Doosan. It could have been Rain. It could have been Crowley. It could have been Kaplan. It could have been, you know, I, I could list all the names around here. Brobridge, Cecilia. Right. You want to make sure that if you did expand, you could put Acadiana in, believe it or not, even though this is the flatlands, I'm learning all this stuff being Louisiana, <laughs> even though I have my blood there, it's the flatlands, this area. You wanted to make sure Acadiana is something just like Cajun, sticks yes. with Louisiana. Exactly. If you say Acadiana, a lot of people are going to be like, Acadiana, there's a hospital, there's um, there's lanes, the area, there's the lanes. There's, yeah. Like Acadiana is, um, is significant here. It's a staple in the community here. Everyone feels like they're a part of Acadiana. Correct. And so even though you're in the Lafayette area, you say Acadiana, be like, what? Like Acadiana High School. Think about right. it. Like, it doesn't say, you know, it's like when I first got here, I was like, Acadiana High School. Like, okay, what's Acadiana? Because it's Lafayette, it's Doosan, it's Rain. It's, God, all these, yeah. it's all these things. But what's Acadiana? And Acadiana ain't even the name. I mean, it's Acadiana Parish. Acad- I mean, Acadia, Acadia Parish. I apologize. Yeah. It's Acadia Parish. And there's not an Acadiana Parish, but it's no. Acadiana. Yes. So it, it, it's almost like it's almost like um, New England. Yeah, absolutely. It's like New England. Yeah. All right. When it first started, it was New England. <clears throat> but we know that New England consists of 13 states. I mean, not sorry, not um, states, but areas up in the, you know, yeah. it, it's more areas. Right. It's like New England is considered Connecticut, Massachusetts, um, Vermont. Right. Different, you know, areas up in that right. area. And people say New England, like the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. They don't say the Boston Patriots. They don't say the Massachusetts Patriots. They say the New England. Right. And it's considered because when they when you first came over, it was New England. So Acadiana is a staple here in this community. And based upon what I'm saying on that, it's about knowing your market. Yes. And it's not just that. But, you know, in Acadiana, we have a culture. And I want that culture that family-like culture to bleed into what we do. So, and that's, and Shane can tell you, whenever I wanted to build a school up and build it, it was really about being family and people working together towards a common goal, which in here, in this area, that's a, that's a staple. You know, if somebody's in trouble, we go to help them. It doesn't matter, you know, rich, poor, whatever gender, color, color their skin, doesn't matter. We help. Yeah. Because all in here, we're a big family. It's the same culture I wanted to develop with Acadia and Krav Maga. Okay. So taking that and, and not really segueing, but, but building onto that is that like one of our favorite words is the word research. We, we drive that through to everybody's head. So when you were coming up with, 
you know, like when I asked if there was other names, like if Katie and Krav Maga was like, that was the name that you built the business idea around, right? You're Correct. like, you, you're like, I love Krav. I can train in Krav. I want to teach other people Krav. Acadiana is my home. I've grown up here. I know the people here. I want to bring that, like you said, I want to bring that family style, you know, uh, culture into these kind of training sessions right. and go with that. Did you, what kind of research did you do in the area or, you know, did you just kind of like, you know, I, I'm going to sh- foreshadow a few things like, because we trained in your garage mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and there, that, that goes into something else we're going to get into, but like, what were some of the researches uh, researching that you put into, you know, doing all of this? Being a flat out noob? Absolutely zero. Okay. <laughs> just well I'm, I'm being completely honest i'm going like i said earlier about the marketing part knowing your client better than they know themselves yep. you did put research into it you just don't see it as research because you have a love and a passion for it you put research into it based upon the fact that you might have went and did croft on your own you right. went out you went and learned you went and you know experienced it. you had a uh, actual um I, I hate to sound again a master or somebody that mm-hmm. taught you yes, an instructor. Absolutely. Or um so or Sifu, if you want to put it sure. in, in those terms. You had that. So that was your research. You were taught something. And after you were taught, you were like, hey, I can teach someone else. Correct. And so you decided, hey, where's the best way for me to teach this? Well, I'm not gonna go out right now. I probably don't have the resources. I don't have the um, the manpower. I don't have the the client base to actually just go out and get a dojo or get a gym or get a location. Right. I'm gonna start in my garage. I'm gonna teach some people. I'm gonna see what it's about. I'm gonna start my garage. So what the first thing you do? You call a few people. Hey, I'm gonna start. You know, we have this craft class in my in my garage. Like, and it turned into a business. So you did your research. It's just that because of your love and your passion for it. You don't consider it research. That's like with me with basketball. All right. I played middle school basketball, played mm-hmm. little dribblers. I played AAU. I played high school. I was lucky enough to play on a junior college and college level. I played on a semi-pro and professional level. When I started coaching, the research was already there because I had Coach Garmin that taught me plays, right. taught me motion. I had Coach LeBlanc that taught me how to run a spread offense. I had Coach Osborne that taught me certain things. Rick Barnes. I had I had the knowledge in me, but that was my research because guess what? When I wanted to start or I wanted to be good at what I did, I studied the offense that coach was teaching me. I went out and ran the laps. I went out and did these things. So when I'm teaching it to somebody else, also, besides doing the research, I put in the work and the time and the effort. So when I'm teaching someone, I'm a master at my craft. So you have to have put in the research. So I just wanted to kind of bring that back because because when you said you did no research maybe you did no research when it came to being a businessman the right. business yeah. side of it but as far as coming up with the idea croft you had to figure out hey i'm gonna call it a katie and a croft mcgraw but how do i actually get that business oh wait a minute my master had a or my 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 suf my sifu had his own dojo hey um how did that happen hey well we have an international group of people that, you know, that have classes, that have certain things. And if you would like to get down, it's this much or maybe it wasn't. Maybe because you were such a great student, he actually put you a part of his and then you branched out away. That's your story to tell. I don't know the complete details of it, but you did the research. Right. And yeah, and we will get into to that because this is, um, you know. Sorry about that. You know, because I'm, no, you know, no, I'm it's a okay. client, but, but, but you know. But yeah, but that's what I meant. Like for me, I meant like what business and research business you do. And that's fair to say, hey, I did not. Because lots of people don't do a lot of business research because that's not, they didn't go to school for it. They're still right. very successful. That That's, you know, 
Trump said it best. If I don't know, I just pay somebody to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, it'd be nice to be able to do that. Right. But, <laughs> but, but that's, that. and that's, and those are the things is like, you, you know, you, when, and, and for a lot of people that don't get this, cause especially around here, um, and, and you know, this for a fact is just people are like, Oh, you own a business. You're already much better off than me. It's like, that's not how that works. No. This, this is not how this works. This is not how that works. But I'm go glad ahead. he admitted to that on the podcast because since he's known me, it's the well, fact that. Mo, it's, it's, did, it's, well, no, here's no. the funny thing. Unless you come in with a with a, a big bankroll, yeah. most business owners start off with less than minimum wage. Right. Yeah, you, you start off with nothing. But even when you acquire the bankroll, all right, Yeah. a lot of times people just see the bankroll. They sure. don't see the they hustle see the, behind it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And all true business people and all investors – Look for the bottom, like the bottom dollar. Like me, yeah. everything with me is how am I going to pull money out of here? Right. Like I, like if you're just throwing away money, then I need to be a philanthropist. If you're just throwing away money, I'm giving money away, or I'm trying to do this and do that, and I'm not trying to make a profit. Then that's the case. So when you go into business, you're going into business to make a profit. You're right. not going into business to lose or to bail people out of certain situations. Right. And a lot of people, yeah. that's what they see. So with Trump. Um, you made the comment, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say with Trump, he was blessed to have Daddy Warbucks behind him, yep. but he still had to learn a few things. Oh, absolutely, and and that's where you know we we we'd gone we did a week full of it. You know, this is of course if you haven't listened, go back. We we're we've finished the entry level version to our weekend investors and stuff to that and the nature of like what got, what got people started, and one of the bigger stuff is that we like. You know, we imaginarily pitched to Topher for $5 million and, you know, Rich won and got my Skittles. <laughs> uh, but then, like, the ba- the investor backed out and, and you know, money changes hands and, and things get different. But, like, you know, what? then there's the bootstrap style. Yeah. And that's the style that will, in my opinion, I prefer the bootstrap style over the bankroll. Simply because at that point in time, it's and it's not in you know, and Richard's probably gonna be like, it's an ego thing. It's not an ego thing. It's the fact you know. that it's the fact that, that at that point you know every caveat of your business to yes. the point where you can go, okay, look, I am not good at this. Right. So I need to find somebody who is good at this so that I can do this, right? Right. With here and, and what we're building and all the other stuff, there's parts where like Rich and I we go back and forth, we talk about our lanes and like you know, we have a lot of uh cross-training information and information that goes from here and this stuff. But there's things that like, he's better at it in, in terms of like, either I don't have the time for it or I just don't want to deal with it, but it's still like his skill set and experience comes beats that. Right. So did when, for you, when you're, you were getting all this going, like, where did you, did you just go screw it? I'm just going to, you know, like Rich said, I'm going to just start my garage and see how well it works. Or was it like, you know, I, where, where did, the, where was your mindset when this all kind of started off for you? <laughs> Funny story. Yeah. Uh, after working offshore in for 19 years, um, <clears throat> I enjoyed a, a decent income and was able to save up a lot of money. Yeah. So when I got laid off in 2016, I'd already so, started sowing the seeds right. for Katie and a crop because I was doing it part time. Mm-hmm. That was the garage, correct? That was the, that was the garage. There we go. Yeah. So I was doing it part-time, 14 and 14, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 14 days on, 14 days at, at work. Yeah. And when uh, April 2016 came and the market for oil and gas went, yeah. well, guess what? Justin got booted. So <laughs> it, wasn't a, it wasn't a jump. I was okay. preparing for that jump. Right. But unfortunately, I got shoved as I'm right on the edge looking over. Somebody right. shoved me from behind and said, 
Mm, no. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but most great CEOs and most great businesses start that way. People get fired or people um, get laid <clears throat> off or something happens. So it's a need. Yes. The, the business is created out of a need. And that's a dream is created out of a need. Exactly. And, and it's the thing. The funny thing is uh, I was I was scared. I was just getting my toes over the edge. Yeah. Like, OK, when am I going to be ready to do this? And I was scared to do it. Right. Don't get me wrong. I was scared to death to to start up my own business and leave what was a six figure income mm -hmm. to work for myself when I know I'm going to for the first while I'm going to be using a lot of my savings in order to do this. Yeah. So whenever it happened, it, yes, it was absolutely a need. I was like, well, shoot, I got to get I got to get to work on this. Yeah. And that's where that's where we're at today. Right. And we're we're getting close on this time, but we have another we're going to pick up another episode. So uh, I don't want to delve into too many heavy questions because um, we'll get into that one. But one of the things I do want to ask before we leave is like, do you regret going into this? Hell no. Not a single day goes by that I that I regret it. Um, no, not a Nothing. single day. Nothing, nothing. I love what I love what I do. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm good at it, and the people who are my students right. love me. I, I, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm I was just gonna kinda, say you might want to uh, take that back a little bit. Uh, Shane's like, uh, I don't love you. <laughs> uh, no, no, it, no. But really, I, truly, I respect you. To, to they, they love the culture that yeah. we've built. They love mm -hmm. the other students. Uh, many have become very strong friends even mm -hmm. to this day, even if they've left the school for other interests or other activities because, you know, kids and whatnot right. get into different activities. So they kind of follow them around. They're still very close friends to this day. I run into most of the guys we trained with, you know, that are not or currently not also training because of, you know, life yeah. and stuff like that. Um, Albertsons or, you know, see the, the, the rail brothers or, oh, yeah. you know, all these other stuff. And it's just like, you know, I haven't seen Natalie in a while, but it's like, hey, hey, hey how you been? Yeah, you know, and we're it, talking, and, and you're always like, and you're always giving them a big old hug and say, hey, man, how's it going? Eh, hugs are weird for me, but well, sure, I get what you're saying. I'll give them a hug. I don't care. You, you give them a hug. <laughs> I, I'm, not, that's, that's not, I'm, I'm used to human contact. Yeah, I'm not. Um, <laughs> here we go. Here well, we go. I'm not, I'm not used to it in a positive manner. Here okay. we go. <laughs> here, we, here we go. But we can't do this on this podcast. No, no, hitting people isn't always a positive inter human interaction. Okay. Back to the positivity. <laughs> what's going on. All, All right. right. So um, you have no regrets. No. Which no is regrets. a beautiful thing. All right. And so um, as far as us getting into the next episode, um, when we come back, um, we're going to touch a little bit. This is going to be a three-part episode with you. Um, we're going to touch a little bit on your marketing. We're going to touch a little bit on some of the events you have coming up touch a little bit on what you know you see yourself or you see your business um in the next five years um and we're gonna go from there all right everybody thank you again for if you're listening to us on geek public radio geek public network uh again our facebook is what about tuesday podcast or gmail is what about tuesday podcast at gmail.com we do actually have a new discord link coming up soon we we got that running that's actually going to be part of the geek public radio discord so you guys can ask us questions on there hit us up on the voice messages all that fun things uh if you again as always if you ever have questions or if you want to come on please notify us we'll be more happy to talk to you and we'll talk to you in the next episode Thank you for joining us on What About Tuesday. And remember that some ideas will not make you a profit. However, all profits come from ideas. This is Rich signing off. This is Shane. Thank you for again, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>